You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. The 415ers coming at you three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. You can follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on social at Giddings 10 Mark is on social at Mark Grandy. Mark with a C, Grandy with an I. That takes us to uh, our next point, Mark, because... The 49ers do have a lot to, I think, be happy about moving into the second half, sort of unofficially, of course, uh, this season. Like what the biggest challenge will be. And to me, a lot of these challenges uh, are going to be ones that at least I'm looking forward to. I I don't see them more so as uh, a negative sort of um, maybe hurdle or, or obstacle that's standing in their way. But. I'll throw it to you first and and then uh, kind of bounce off of that. But to me, the challenges that the Niners have are good things to worry about, whereas other teams, maybe you're kind of looking at themselves reevaluating after the trade deadline and saying, maybe we should have gone and that gotten gone and gotten that guy, or maybe we should have upgraded here, or maybe we're going to have to figure out how to patch up these holes. To me, the Niners don't have as many of those issues. Um, So I'm curious what you think the biggest challenge will be for the 49ers the rest of the way. I'm not sure if this is exactly what you were going for when you posed the question to me. I spent a, a lot of time thinking about this, what I wanted to go with. I'm, I'm kind of in the same vein as you. Um, it's a challenge, but it's a good challenge. And, and I'm going to say it's trying your best to spread out touches on offense because there's so many guys and so many mouths to feed for the 49ers. I thought what we saw Kyle Shanahan do against the Rams without Debo Samuel active but with Christian McCaffrey and Jeff Wilson Jr. before the Niners traded him to the Dolphins, considering Jeff Wilson Jr.'s ability to catch passes, that's not something that Elijah Mitchell does all that well, but certainly Debo Samuel does. I mean, he's a wide receiver first and foremost, but also can be used as a ball carrier. Uh, I think what Kyle Shanahan does in terms of mixing up the running backs that he uses, and you can also throw Debo Samuel into that group, you know, with McCaffrey, with Elijah Mitchell and with Debo Samuel, how is he splitting up carries out of the backfield? How is he splitting up touches for those guys in general? Because they're obviously all effective. Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey in general are are more similar to each other. Elijah Mitchell, as you mentioned, is you know more the generic running back between the tackles. He can break some tackles, run over some guys, and give you an extra two or three yards on on every carry. Um, But the way that the Niners used Jeff Wilson Jr. and Christian McCaffrey against the Rams and the way that I imagine they will use Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey going forward is because they're both threats out of the backfield to make catches. So I'm really curious to see how Elijah Mitchell factors in. And then you you also throw in George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk. I think a challenge for Kyle Shanahan, one is making sure that you know, no one feels left out on the offense. And I'm not sure, I'm, I'm not saying that there's going to be any sort of, you know, chemistry issue or anything. That's, that's, uh, cannot be further from what I'm saying. I'm just saying Kyle Shanahan has so many weapons on offense. I think a real challenge is going to be, you know, make sure everyone gets at least five, six, seven touches a game because that's more difficult than it sounds when you have this many guys out there that are, capable of turning in gigantic games and are capable of putting the the team on their back at times. So I think a challenge for the 49ers is offensively, uh, it's a good challenge and a good problem to have, 
uh, but it's making sure that everyone gets the touches that they deserve because you just have so many mouths to feed. No, and that's exactly where I'm at. And, and that's where I was kind of going with this question is like you have almost too many options at this point because before Christian McCaffrey got to the 49ers, there were excluding quarterbacks, six guys on the roster with double digit touches. Hmm. Now, right now, the 49ers have spread out over the course of eight games just to do some math and give you an idea of what the challenge is going to be and what Kyle Shanahan, sure, and his staff is looking at. 372 touches for the entire team this season. That comes out to about 47 touches through eight games per game. That means now you have six guys that are already on the roster. That's one of the reasons they got rid of Jeff Wilson Jr., not only to to help him and put him in a position to succeed, do better for his career, but I think also to eliminate a potential option on offense. I mean, Right now, you add Christian McCaffrey. You're right. You've got Elijah Mitchell coming back. you got Kyle Juszczyk coming back. you got Debo Samuel coming back. I think, in a way, the Rams game was a perfect introduction for Christian McCaffrey specifically because there wasn't that many other mouths to feed, whereas now, each game moving forward, it's going to be touched by committee. And I know a lot of people are going to maybe sort of look at Kyle Shanahan and there's going to be games the rest of this way where maybe Debo gets the ball two times. I mean, maybe Brandon Ayuk, who has led the receiving core in receptions, yards, touchdowns. Maybe he gets two targets a game. Maybe Christian McCaffrey in some games gets only 10 or 15 touches or 10 or 15 looks at touches. George Kittle could be absent. There are going to be games where these guys simply do not get the ball because if you're looking at about 47 touches per game, you're going to spread that between seven guys. And Christian McCaffrey right now is number one in the pecking order. But to me, that could change on a game-by-game basis depending on who has the hot hand, depending on how Kyle Shanahan wants to script the first 24 plays, depending on how defenses react to those first 24 plays. So right now, the 49ers offensively are in a position where they have a lot of mouths that need to get fed. But to me, the biggest challenge is going to be keeping those guys happy and also healthy, uh, which is a big part, too. I know we talked about before that kind of being a cop-out with you know our, our first segment that we discussed, all the guys going down and coming back and the impact they're going to have. But I just feel like, to me, the largest hurdle that they have to jump down the stretch is going to be finding a way to make sure that everyone gets enough of the football because you also have a quarterback that is less capable than others in that department, in delivering the football outside of just handing it off. So Kyle Shanahan, this is where we're going to see him earn his money as a play caller, as the quote-unquote boy genius and offensive wonder on that side of the ball. This is where we're going to see him get those big bucks. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I can, you know, you, you kind of got me thinking. I'm looking forward maybe to, you know, a tough game for the 49ers ahead. For example, week 13, Miami at home. They are of a high-powered offense. Say the Niners drop that game and maybe the offense isn't quite as explosive as it needed to be to win that game. Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, you know, rain hell down on the Niners secondary, which they've done to anyone they've played so far this year. Let's just run out that example and say that happens. The Niners can't score enough points. And you look at the box score after after the fact and 
Debo Samuel had four touches gained, what, I don't know, 27 total yards. Let's just yeah. say that that happens. It, it very well can because of, as you just mentioned, all of the mouths the Niners have to feed. I mean, Debo gets four touches, okay? Maybe one carry and three catches, whatever the number is, whatever the split is. George Kittle got six catches. Christian McCaffrey had 14 touches, you know, 10 carries, four catches, whatever, whatever the number is. And the Niners lose that game. I can already hear all of the Niner fans on Twitter, everyone calling in to talk shows around the Bay Area, saying, what the hell is Kyle Shanahan doing not giving the ball to Debo Samuel more? Like, you can already see that happening. And fair or not, it's it's going to happen because the Niners, they're, they're not going to go undefeated the rest of the way. Spoiler, they're going to slip up here or there. I would I would venture to guess. I'd be willing to bet that. It's a, it's a pretty safe bet. Um, but whenever that that you know trip up does does happen, when that loss happens, when uh, you know something that fans weren't expecting, when something that they would call an upset happens against the 49ers, and you might see one of your stars, whether it's Kittle or Debo or McCaffrey or whoever, whenever you see one of them, maybe with fewer touches than you wanted. People are going to come out of the woodwork for Kyle Shanahan. That's just the nature of how it happens. I mean, it's happened for George Kittle when he was one of the only, you know, stars on the offense. It's going to happen now when there's all these guys here. So uh, to your point, I can certainly see that happening. And I can I can maybe hear people listening to this episode saying that's not really a challenge. I mean, it certainly it's a great problem to have. But it's a problem for Kyle Shanahan because, as you mentioned, he wants to keep everyone happy and he doesn't want people upset at him, which you can already see the the, the path for that to happen. Yeah, and, and you alluded to it, but spoiler alert, people are going to be mad at Kyle Shanahan. Like that is, <laughs> just that is going – well, it's happened throughout his first six seasons, or, you know, now now five plus in uh, his, his sixth year. Like, it's going to happen. People are going to be angry at Kyle Shanahan. It's not going to ha- happen after wins. Um but it's going to happen eventually when hey, they hey, lose. I mean, I could see it say, you know, I could see got... it this weekend. If they lose to the Chargers, you're going to be like, hey, you got all these guys back off of injury. You got all these different offensive options. You're getting maybe a couple guys back on defense against a very banged up Chargers team. And if you happen to lose that game come Monday morning after a national TV potential loss, people are going to be coming down Kyle Shanahan's road because that's the guy like that is right now the guy in the crosshairs. And he kind of always has been, but I think even more so this season than others. Well, I mean, I was going to say, I think it could even happen in a win. Say this team hosts Arizona. Let's see that their home game against Arizona is actually the final game of the regular season. Week 18, say the Niners win that game and it gets them the NFC West and, and they're the third seed. If you're if you win the NFC West, you should at the very worst be the third seed possible up, up to the two seed. The four seed is still possible as well, but the NFC South champ is likely going to be that four seed. Let's just say the Niners eke out a win against the Cardinals. They win week 18. They win the NFC West. All, you know, great. Fantastic news for the 49ers. No, the, not, there will be Niner fans who would want a 14-point win against the Cardinals, and the Niners only won by three at home in a game they had to have against the lowly Arizona Cardinals who had been eliminated from the playoffs weeks ago. They got nothing to play for. You only come out and you win by three. Kyle Shanahan, you gave Debo the ball only five times. How is that possible? This is not only a, a thing that could happen in losses. It's a thing that could happen in wins. 
in wins in which the team didn't perform as well as maybe they should have or you thought they might. So I'm with you that this is certainly something that Kyle Shanahan will have to work at uh, because he hasn't ever been in a position like this where he's had so many guys to choose from on the offensive side of the ball. And there will be games 100% where Christian McCaffrey does not get the touches he deserves, where George Kittle is overlooked because there's just so much else to look at for Jimmy Garoppolo and for the 49ers offense. Brandon Ayuk's receiving numbers will probably take a dip in the second half of the season. It is bound to happen because that's what happens when you have all these stars on offense. Yeah, and again, it's a great problem to have. And I think, you know, health aside, the 49ers are back to being in consideration for a team with the best roster in football. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles, I think, have um, you know, probably proven that that they have it thus far. Um, the 49ers, to me, are the only area where they might be lacking at this point, primarily due to injury, would just be in the trenches. Um, offensive and defensive line at this point. But if they get an Eric Armstead back, that that totally changes the equation. If Trent Williams can stay healthy the rest of this season, he alleviates so much pressure up front for the 49ers. And now it's just about rolling the ball out there and playing. Like I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what this offense from... It, it's, it's so wild where we started this season, obviously, with Trey Lance. But even then in week two, where the offense started with Jimmy Garoppolo taking over, and then, of course, week three, the freaking debacle in Denver. Oh my goodness. To go from that to potentially one of the most dynamic, creative, widespread, uh, bountiful offenses in football. Like, the, the, the 2022 49ers have a you know, a story arc that I, I I don't really think you can, at least off the top of my head, think of many other teams that have undergone something like that. 